Section sixty nine of the Brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky. Translated by Constance Garnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bruce Peary. Book ten. Chapter seven. Ilyusha. The doctor came out of the room again, muffled in his fur coat and with his cap on his head his face looked almost angry and disgusted as though he were afraid of getting dirty he cast a cursory glance round the passage looking sternly at alyosha and kolya as he did so alyosha waved from the door to the coachman and the carriage that had brought the doctor drove up the captain darted out after the doctor and bowing apologetically stopped him to get the last word the poor fellow looked utterly crushed there was a scared look in his eyes your excellency your excellency is it possible he began but could not go on and clasped his hands in despair yet he still gazed imploringly at the doctor as though a word from him might still change the poor boy's fate i can't help it i am not god the doctor answered off-hand though with the customary impressiveness doctor your excellency and will it be soon soon you must be prepared for anything said the doctor in emphatic and incisive tones and dropping his eyes he was about to step out to the coach your excellency for christ's sake the terror-stricken captain stopped him again your excellency but can nothing absolutely nothing save him now it's not in my hands now said the doctor impatiently but hmm, he stopped suddenly if you could for instance send your patient at once without delay the words at once without delay the doctor uttered with an almost wrathful sternness that made the captain start to syracuse the change to the new beneficial climatic conditions might possibly affect to syracuse cried the captain unable to grasp what was said syracuse is in sicily kolya jerked out suddenly in explanation the doctor looked at him sicily your excellency faltered the captain but you've seen he spread out his hands indicating his surroundings mamma and my family no sicily is not the place for the family the family should go to caucasus in the early spring your daughter must go to the caucasus and your wife after a course of the waters in the caucasus for her rheumatism must be sent straight to paris to the mental specialist le pelletier i could give you a note to him and then there might be a change doctor doctor but you see the captain flung wide his hands again despairingly indicating the bare wooden walls of the passage well that's not my business grinned the doctor i have only told you the answer of medical science to your question as to possible treatment as for the rest to my regret don't be afraid apothecary my dog won't bite you kolya rapped out loudly noticing the doctor's rather uneasy glance at perezvon who was standing in the doorway there was a wrathful note in kolya's voice he used the word apothecary instead of doctor on purpose 
and as he explained afterwards used it to insult him what's that the doctor flung up his head staring with surprise at kolya who's this he addressed alyosha as though asking him to explain it's perezvon's master don't worry about me kolya said incisively again perezvon repeated the doctor perplexed he hears the bell but where it is he cannot tell good-bye we shall meet in syracuse who's this who's this the doctor flew into a terrible rage he is a schoolboy doctor he is a mischievous boy take no notice of him said alyosha frowning and speaking quickly kolya hold your tongue he cried to Krasotkin. take no notice of him doctor he repeated rather impatiently he wants a thrashing a good thrashing the doctor stamped in a perfect fury and you know apothecary my perezvon might bite said kolya turning pale with quivering voice and flashing eyes he see perezvon kolya if you say another word i'll have nothing more to do with you alyosha cried peremptorily there is only one man in the world who can command nikolai krasotkin this is the man kolya pointed to alyosha i obey him good-bye he stepped forward opened the door and quickly went into the inner room perezvon flew after him the doctor stood still for five seconds in amazement looking at alyosha then with a curse he went out quickly to the carriage repeating aloud this is this is i don't know what it is the captain darted forward to help him into the carriage alyosha followed kolya into the room he was already by ilyusha's bedside the sick boy was holding his hand and calling for his father a minute later the captain too came back father father come we ilyusha faltered in violent excitement but apparently unable to go on he flung his wasted arms round his father and kolya uniting them in one embrace and hugging them as tightly as he could the captain suddenly began to shake with dumb sobs and kolya's lips and chin twitched father father how sorry i am for you ilyusha moaned bitterly ilyusha darling the doctor said you would be all right we shall be happy the doctor the captain began ah father i know what the new doctor said to you about me i saw cried ilyusha and again he hugged them both with all his strength hiding his face on his father's shoulder father don't cry and when i die get a good boy another one choose one of them all a good one call him ilusha and love him instead of me hush old man you'll get well krasotkin cried suddenly in a voice that sounded angry but don't ever forget me father ilusha went on come to my grave and father bury me by our big stone where we used to go for our walk and come to me there with krasotkin in the evening and perezvon i shall expect you father father his voice broke they were all three silent still embracing 
nina was crying quietly in her chair and at last seeing them all crying mamma too burst into tears ilyusha ilyusha she exclaimed krasotkin suddenly released himself from ilyusha's embrace good-bye old man mother expects me back to dinner he said quickly what a pity i did not tell her she will be dreadfully anxious but after dinner i'll come back to you for the whole day for the whole evening and i'll tell you all sorts of things all sorts of things and i'll bring paris von but now i will take him with me because he will begin to howl when i am away and bother you good-bye and he ran out into the passage he didn't want to cry but in the passage he burst into tears alyosha found him crying kolya you must be sure to keep your word and come or he will be terribly disappointed alyosha said emphatically i will oh how i curse myself for not having come before muttered kolya crying and no longer ashamed of it at that moment the captain flew out of the room and at once closed the door behind him his face looked frenzied his lips were trembling he stood before the two and flung up his arms i don't want a good boy i don't want another boy he muttered in a wild whisper clenching his teeth if i forget thee jerusalem may my tongue he broke off with a sob and sank on his knees before the wooden bench pressing his fists against his head he began sobbing with absurd whimpering cries doing his utmost that his cries should not be heard in the room kolya ran out into the street good-bye karamazov will you come yourself he cried sharply and angrily to alyosha i will certainly come in the evening what was that he said about jerusalem what did he mean by that it's from the bible if i forget thee jerusalem that is if i forget all that is most precious to me if i let anything take its place then may i understand that's enough mind you come ici paris von he cried with positive ferocity to the dog and with rapid strides he went home end of section sixty nine